Hey, travelers. What up? What up? What up? What up? WZUP, we're uh, live from Detroit, Michigan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm lying. We're making. <laughs> we're in making Georgia today. And we are doing an interview with the most knowledgeable person I know. I mean, like, he's so smart that, like, if I didn't interview him, then I would be doing you guys a disservice because y'all need to know. Even like the small, smallest, smidgenest, tiniest amount of knowledge that he might drop, y'all need to know a little bit of it, you know? So I just decided tonight that we need to give y'all some game. So let me introduce y'all to Dre Banks Bay. Boo, 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 boo. I'm just kidding. No, no. I'm kidding, y'all. What's happening? <laughs> I like the big up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she caught me off guard with this one tonight. <laughs> But here we go. <laughs> okay, so I would like to introduce... Um, well, if everybody else knows me, they know me as More Vegan Mom. And the people that don't understand my name yet don't understand that More, M-O-O-R, Vegan Mom, does not mean a last name, More, with an E. It actually means More. So we're going to break into a lot of things that's going to give y'all some knowledge about who I am, who everyone else is, and what we should be, and what we will be, and what we have been this whole time. So, Jeray, what is a more? Okay, so basically, everything that's not black. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's one thing that like our people throughout history, or recent history, um, has been labeled because of United States conquering, you know what I'm saying, who our ancestors, um, the original people that inhabited the United States and really the whole world, starting from ancient commit. So Moors are really basically what our people, like our Muslim ancestors were called, the black faces that Europeans can really just label us as. So... You have 1912 when Noble Drew Ali created the Moorish Science Temple of America. And he decided that it's better for us to be called more than black because black is really a misnomer and it doesn't give you any history or lineage where you come from. So um, what about people who don't think that they are Muslim? I mean, that's their choice. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people were indoctrinated and beaten into Christianity and different ways of living. And sometimes, like, hey, that's if that's going to float their boat, that's good for them to understand. But those of us that's in the know and understand history, uh, you know, want to know more about our ancestors. Like, we know that our lineage comes from Muslim ideology. Hmm. So then what is more science? More science is basically, I would say, I'm a big reader of the Metanetter and a lot of the knowledge and information in that book, you know what I'm saying, derives into what more science is today and pretty much what we forgot, what spirituality really is today, you know what I'm saying, through Christianity. Um, more science is more of a way of life than a religion. Okay, so what is the metal netter? That's basically the text, the written text on the walls of Egypt, to put it simply. 
How do you spell that? Commit. Uh, Metunetter. Oh, M E M E T U N E T E R. Okay, so you hear that, guys? You need to look up the Metunetter. If you are really trying to gain some knowledge, look into Metunetter. And it's by Raun Nefer Amen. So, and it's like seven volumes. Sorry. Oh, seven <laughs> volumes. So y'all need to get to work. Um. So who introduced you to Moorish science? Okay. Now that's a funny one for my life personally because nobody really introduced me to it. It kind of just came to me, showed up in my life. You know what I'm saying? I was like in a real dark place in my life and I was going through a lot, like in and out of the court system and just like always some type of trouble finding me. You know what I'm saying? Went through a depression in my life and... It was through a court case that I kind of, I kind of found it. I was like studying certain things and he like here and there throughout life before then and like researching and studying our true history, our family lineage and things of that nature. But I ended up like throughout my studies, like studying um, so-called black history, like about the Moors or I'll be listening to like certain um, people who I was studying at the time, like Dr. Phil Valentine, Bobby Hammett, um, like people like that, and um, Sister Myra L was another one, and um, I would hear them talking about the Moors and things of that nature. So, like, I started to look it up myself. So I kind of had an idea of what it was, but I've never actually seen like Moors with my own two eyes. So it was at one time I was in court for, I think it was a driving on a suspended license. And like me knowing a little bit of knowledge that I had then, like I was going back and forth with the court because like I didn't really understand like what it was. So it was like where it's somebody that was a, a, a well-versed more, like they would have went in the court and just ended that shit like that. But I had these people going back and forth for two years to the point that they just got tired of me or whatever. And then I just went and talked to the solicitor. Like, she called me on the phone, and she was like, uh, Mr. Banks, um, can we just handle this uh, and just get it out the way? Like, I know you're tired, and we're tired. So I was like, cool. And so I ended up going to the courthouse or whatever, and then I, I ain't go talk to the judge or anything. Like, I just went straight to the solicitor's office, and then we talked. I told her what I'm not going to do, what I'm not signing. I didn't sign anything. And then, you know what I'm saying, pretty much, like, I was cool. But that same day, like I was sitting outside. Well, actually, this was before I actually went to talk to her. I was sitting outside and I seen these guys and this woman. You know what I'm saying? They can't. They uh came in with the feds, with feds on, and I see I saw them go back and talk to the solicitor. They was talking to the solicitor, and apparently, like their son had got into some trouble or whatever. So they went straight to her. Whatever they said, I don't know. That was behind closed doors. But I just remember the the sheriffs going to get their son out, jumpsuit and everything. And they just walked out of the courtroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight to go. And his mother was like, well, you need to change your clothes. Put your clothes back. Uh, no, he was like, I need to change my clothes. That's what he was saying. And she was like, uh, no, like, we just going to go. Like, get up out of here. So as they were leaving and I was sitting there and I was like I'm actually seeing this shit it's like 
one of the guys, he just looked at me, but he gave me like a look. You know what I'm saying? And it was like everything that I was been learning up to that point, it was kind of like, like damn, like solidified. like that's yes yeah, solidified it. But then at the same time, it's like, like that's people that like that's my people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is what we should be doing as far as like handling the system and getting us ourselves personally and our children out of the system. So mm-hmm. that was like really like my thing of how I got into Moore's science or whatever. Like I didn't come from a family of Moors. I had Masons in my family, but I I like my family never taught me anything about Moore's science. Um, like no friends or anything like that. It just basically just showed up in my life just when I was in a dark place. Hmm. So why do Moors have so much power? Moors, I feel like Moors have power because, I mean, it's the power that we already had. Like, our ancestors had this this power. You know what I'm saying? We just believe that we don't have power because we're in a system where they tell us that we don't. Like, they kill us. They shoot us. Like, the police is killing us, like, it seems like every day. You know what I'm saying? We even killing ourselves, and it's like, that's what's promoted to us. You know what I'm saying? So we feel like we don't have power, but we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just something that's naturally within us, but you know what I'm saying? Like, our families are so divided, whereas, like, the power that we have, we just can't execute it in the correct way. Hmm. So, from what I have learned, I've been learning throughout the years, and I'm not saying I'm fully versed because I'm still just starting to learn as well, mm-hmm. and I'm just starting my process to become a private citizen. Right. And um, I... Why do Moors have so much jurisdiction in the judicial system once things start happening and, you know, they do their paperwork and they go through what they have to go through? Like, how? why do they have so much jurisdiction? Well, that's really not just Moors. Like, that's... Anybody can have mm-hmm. high jurisdiction. It just comes in studying the law. Like, mm-hmm. like us as just a, a community of people, I don't care what, what you classify yourself as, if you don't know the law, you're already fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can read, like, your your local laws, you can read your state laws, you can read federal laws, and it'll tell you, you know what I'm saying, like, how the court gets jurisdiction from you, you know what I'm saying, because you, from their word, that's called a word magic, like, and I got that from Yaffa Bay. I was studying her as well. Yaffa Bay? Yeah, Yaffa Bay. How do you spell that? I think it's a Y-A-F-A and then Bay. Bay. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, like, they'll trick you into jurisdiction just by saying certain things. They can say your name, and then if you be like, okay, yes, that's me, boom, jurisdiction, just right. like that. Mm. So, it's just, like, certain things that you have to look at and and study and know what to do, what not to do when you go to court. Like, if you if you get a summons to go to court, like, your paperwork should be talking for you before you even step foot in there, even mm-hmm. if you have to step foot in. Like, if your paperwork is that good, you mm-hmm. probably ain't got to do that. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I went through times where, like, my paperwork wasn't right, like, in my learning process or all this stuff. Like, my first time, like, just getting out of the court and stuff like that, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I, my ego probably got too big. You know what I'm saying? So I got into another situation after that where it ain't really worked like that for me. Mm. So, like, I got to the point, you know what? I walked out on the judge like, hey, like, fuck you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They like, Mr. Banks, I don't think you want to do that. 
You know what I'm saying? But because my paperwork went right, like that didn't work for me. And it wasn't going to work for me anyway because I went about it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? About four, about four hours later, they came and got me. They found where I was and got me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's like, you know, you just got to really know know your shit. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and really got to know personally who you are first. Mm-hmm. Once you know who you are for yourself personally, like all these other things that just help build you up, you know what I'm saying, to stand up in your power. Hmm. So, for someone who doesn't even know where to start, like, what do you, how how would you even start figuring out who you are personally? To me, it starts with your family. You know what I'm saying? And I know, like, for a lot of people, that can be hard because, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people, they didn't, like, grow up in the per well, none of us grew up in a perfect family because nobody's mm-hmm. perfect, but they like people grow up in families like where they don't have a father or a mother, you know what I'm saying, that's there. And then, you know what I'm saying, they're able to tell their children who their grandparents were and then who their great grandparents were and things of that nature. So it's kinda like throughout time, you know what I'm saying, we kinda lost our sense of self of who we are as people because like we don't we just don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no records, like for some people there's no records and nothing. So it's like you have to ask questions like within your own immediate family about who you are and find out like who your ancestors were, your your grandparents, your great grandparents. And then you got to keep on going down the line. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's just something as simple as finding out uh, where did your family come from? What state did they come from? Mm-hmm. A republic. So like with me, I, I started like just asking my parents and my grandparents questions like my grandparents was alive. I didn't. I didn't really grow up with on my on my mother's side. I didn't really grow up with my grandparents because my grandmother passed when I was four. Um, then my great grandmother passed a year later after my grandmother, and like my mom didn't grow up with her father at all. So, like, uh, and my grandpa that I did grow up with at another time, like he passed away like in my teenage years. So, hmm. I didn't really know too much about my mother's side, but I learned a lot by old videotapes of my big mama talking. Um, asking my cousins like who grew up around them more so than I have like my great cousins and things like that mm-hmm. they gave me a lot of information talking to my great auntie Ada like like they put me on game I always talked to like the elders right you know what I'm saying and a lot of them were gone now you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like like uh, I think I have like one <clears throat> great aunt well two great aunts left one is in New York and one is in Bessemer Alabama mm-hmm and uh, Aunt Lillian, she's 90. I think that she just turned 90. And Auntie Law is in her early 80s. So, yeah, I like to talk to the elders. Like, even when I was young, like, I like to hear them talking their stories. Um, And on my dad's side, my grandmother Ruby, she just passed in 2018. She passed at 92, so I used to always go, like, talk to her because, like, we lived in the same city mm-hmm. out here in Macon. So, like, I always visited her, like, even when she couldn't get out of bed and stuff no more. I'd go sit on the bed with her, talk to her, like, ask her information about, like, who her father was and, mm-hmm. like, just writing down names and, you know what I'm right. saying, things like that. So, like, now I got something to work with, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, even if I might not, like push the, the button on it right then and there I had the information that I can use now to go back and find out more about my ancestors right mm-hmm. so after you find out like your 
great grandparents' names, grandparents' names, and such. Like, how do we start to look into records about that? Well, you definitely got to go to the whatever city you're in or city that they was born in. You have to go to that courthouse and just research, research, and research some more. Hmm. Because like that's where everything goes. Like when you're born and like today, how it is anyway. When you're born, like everything is documented and put into the court system. You know what I'm saying? Back like in the olden days, like they might have like Bibles, they write names and stuff in Bibles when they was born. Mm-hmm. And then like they had birth records. You know what I'm saying? Which is different than the birth certificate because they didn't have birth certificates like right like in the early 1900s and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you just gotta. Like go to the courthouse and you can like you might find something like it might be an article about one of your family members in the newspaper. Mm. Put their name in there and like you just don't know what you're gonna find. So as long as you had the information, you can find out. Like my um like my grandmother, um grandma grandma Ruby, her father was a Baptist preacher in Macon. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Even back then you had to have some type of paperwork showing that that was you, so that can kind of help me because I haven't done this yet, but I haven't. Um, but that can actually help me f- kind of figure out who he is just by looking at Baptist preachers during that time, right? Or whatever. So yeah, there's a lot you can do. It just starts with asking questions and understanding like where your family come from first, because we can look at the big picture. Like, okay, yeah, we were boars, and you know what I'm saying. Like, we were this and we was that, but where do you come from? You right. know what I'm saying? And what, and what part of that are, like, are you? Because we were different tribes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my father's side has, like, always been in making. Mm-hmm. So, like, we had, like, different tribes, like, from back thousands of years who's been here. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, okay, where do I come in, like, in these different tribes? And what were their mission? What were their goals mm-hmm. during that time? You know what I'm saying? And that's how you can kind of find out, like, like people we try to figure out what our mission is in life and what it is that we should be doing spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Just talk to your family. Right. Even if you don't get along with them, like somebody in your family knows something that That's you don't so know. That's so true. <laughs> that is so true. When I started talking about people, when I started talking to family members that I, I mean, I knew when I was growing up, um, I always felt like I had different um, relationships with different par- parts of my family members. And then, like, you know, as I got older, I never got to see, I never got to really see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But now, talking back to my elders who, you know, you think that you don't have a bond with, you start to realize who really is like you. Right. You know, the same people that you thought growing up was like, oh, they're so different from me. Then you start to realize, like, that's you. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it just opened up my horizon. And then those people, they know so much more information than even your parents do because everybody has a different view of who they knew back then, you know? There's a puzzle. It really (laughs) is. It really is. Um, Okay, so what what paperwork are you talking about? Like when you say, like, you know, when you you need to know and have all your paperwork ready for when things happen, what paperwork is this? Mm -hmm. Well, the paperwork is, uh, you know what I'm saying, you're making yourself a a secure party creditor. You know what I'm saying? And that's just like, that's just not more science. Like anybody can be a secured party creditor. You know what I'm saying? Like as long as you. What is that? It's basically like we are all basically given a credit because, like, in 1913. What? Excuse me, not 1913. Sorry, 1933. The the gold standard was basically ended. 
Mm-hmm. And they that's when they started using the Federal Reserve System and all that stuff. Like, that's when the, the ball that created that, the Jekyll Island story and all of that. So, right. it's basically like the money and things that we're using is not, it's really not real. Right. It's like a Federal Reserve note. Mm-hmm. It's not real money. So, they basically use us as so-called United States citizens as the collateral, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, which we are the current, the real currency, you right. know what I'm saying, it takes currency for a body to live, to mm-hmm. move, electricity, so we're the real currency, but it's like they're using these dollars, you know what I'm saying, to basically pay off a debt that'll never be paid off, right. until everybody becomes a secure party credit, right, that's mm-hmm. why the debt every day is going up higher and higher, hmm. so... Until all of us become a security party creditor, then there's always going to be some type of debt here in the United States. So, um, doing all this research, um, I'm learning like your birth certificate is pretty much like a stock. All right. And we're not even supposed to have a birth certificate. Mm-hmm. So what, like, what are they doing with these birth certificates? Why do we have to have one? And do we have to have one? No, you don't have to have a birth certificate. Um, like when a child is born, like the first thing that they're making you making a mother do, and a father that's not in the know is shots mm-hmm. and paperwork. Because mm-hmm. the mother is flustered, she's tired. It's like she just glad the baby up out of her. This, that, and the other. Then the unknown father, he like, oh my baby here. Like that's if it like with us sometimes. Like if the motherfucker is there, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or if they ain't partying afterwards because they celebrating the life of their baby. Like, right. like my brother did that. Like, my brother turned up when my niece was born. <laughs> but, um... Women don't like that, by the way, man. Y'all need to be in the hospital until she leaves. Y'all need to leave just to go change clothes and go get food that she might want to eat. <laughs> but don't be leaving her in the hospital. Y'all tripping. They're only there for like two days, three days at the max. But nowadays, they didn't change the law. So, yeah, two well, days is one, really max. Now, nah, one day these days for real because of the coronavirus. That's nah, true. <laughs> that is so true. In and out. But really, on the cool, <laughs> we shouldn't even be having our babies in the hospital. If you really want to talk about real true. seriousness, we should mm-hmm. be having our children at home. Because once we start having children in the hospital, they try to force things on you that you don't even need. Your baby doesn't need all of those vaccines at, as soon as they're born. Your child has been growing in you for those Really 10 months, but they say nine months, but it's 10 months. You usually find out a month later that mm-hmm. you're pregnant, and then it, that's nine months after you find out. But after, you, after your baby is born, from your diet alone, your child is growing. And if you are on the right diet, taking care of your body, your child is already at the nutrients that they need to be in the world. Then when they're first born, they give them a vitamin K shot. They do drops in their eyes. All type of shit that the child does not need. Things that the child never needed back then, but now they need it because the hospital gets paid to give your child those vaccines. Mm-hmm. We don't need people to be having our babies for us. You don't even need to be having your... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to break you up Oh, no, you that. good. You good. Like, you going in right now. So, like, <laughs> I'm just, I, I, you know, I, I when, we start, <laughs> when we start talking about that, you know, because it's like, I've been there too you know and you technically we're not supposed to be having our babies on our backs Mm -hmm. that's why it takes people so long people will go people be in labor for like 24 hours Mm -hmm. if you know what that's like to be in labor for 24 hours that is ridiculous 36 hours and then they start to force you to have your child even when they force you to have your child early there's no need for when a child is ready to be born that child is ready to be born 
late or early. The only reason why they say they're late is because the, the doctor is measuring the time that they think that you got pregnant. So if they're going to tell you, okay, 40 weeks from this day is when you got pregnant. If you're four days late, that means that they were, the, honestly, the doctor only knows around about time that you got pregnant. So for them to say that you're even late, they don't even know. The child is not ready to come out yet. Don't force your child to come out just because the doctor wants to. Like, there are different doctors that want to go on vacation early. So they schedule you early to have a C-section or to be induced early. Like, what the hell are you talking about? You don't force my child to come out of me when he's not ready. You're already shocking him or her. No, you wait until the child is ready to be born. And it's such a much more easier process when the child is ready to be born. Because there's times where you force your child to come out. You're giving your child medicine to force them to come out from the beginning. Why would we want to do that? Why would we want to start our child on some type of medication before they're even in the world? Right. That 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 honestly just does not sit well with me. You're not going to force me to have my child. My child is going to come when it's time to come. So, you know, like... like I don't know if they, they had to put my mom on meds or anything, but this is like the time when I was born. Like, I didn't want to come out. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't ready. Like, she went through a long labor with mm-hmm. me. And then she was laying on the back probably. More than likely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course you, want, you didn't want to come out. You, I was you, still chilling. You, your, her <laughs> hips are forming and stretching to come out. But just imagine you're laying on your back now. So now your your hips are forming to open up, but are they really open if you're laying on your back? Mm-hmm. You should be bending down like in a squatting position to drop the baby out of you, not pull the baby out of you. You shouldn't even have to push the baby out of you. The baby is supposed to fall out of you. You do push, but you shouldn't have to push sideways. Mm-hmm. You should be pushing down. When you sh- If you go on the toilet, can you poop laying on your back? Mm-hmm. You can't. It's the same. It's the same thing. You get what I'm saying? You can, but you, you know what I'm saying. But like, how long is it going to take you to get there? And do they have to stick something in you to pull it out? <laughs> you feel me? And I don't know that by life experience. I'm just saying that you can. But I'm just saying, yeah. you know, like. But it ain't. You ain't supposed to. Right. It's not natural. It's not the way that you're supposed to do it. The only reason why people get scared. There are people that you know. I understand that they might be going through like gestational diabetes and stuff like that which a lot of that does have to do with your diet guys Hmm. everything that's wrong with us has to do with our diets and everybody can talk all this mess like oh i don't eat all this we don't eat the right amount of nutrients that we're supposed to have we don't even get the right amount of sun that we're supposed to have the sun is the most amount of nutrients you're supposed to get and we don't even get that because we think we're going to get dark outside. Do you understand that going outside and That's getting darker by the sun is the sun giving you more protection for your body? The darker you get, the more protection your body is forming. Melanin. Like it's it goes so deep that we they have they have literally tried to change our thoughts on who we're supposed to be. If you go to Africa, yeah, they do have light-skinned Africans, all this other stuff. But the ones that have the most nutrients in their bodies, the ones that really last the longest, are the darkest. Because they have protection. The dark skin is their protection. How many, how many track stars who are fast as hell do you see that they're light skin in Africa? Okay, I'll wait. Or Jamaica. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. The United States, Gail Devers, um, what is, uh, Michael Jansen. Drop facts. Had, Drop uh, facts right now. 
Oh, what's my boy from Jamaica? I can't. Usa- tell you Usain Bolt. Yeah, Usain Bolt. How light are they to you? Uh, okay. Dark. All right. Blue thank black. you. Okay. <laughs> People are so scared of darker skin tones when you don't even realize that darker skin tones are really gods. We're all gods, but they are top level. Like, do you know that the lighter you get, the more uh, nutrient deficient deficient you are? Mm -hmm. Sorry. Thank you very much. (laughs) But no, seriously, the more more, everybody's so in, not saying that I have an issue with light skin and dark skin, none of that. But I do my research. So I'm very into studying medical terminologies and I understand the difference between things. The lighter they are, the less, the more deficient they are to many things. Mm -hmm. So like, have you ever, like light skinned people, they burn in the sun because they're mixed with Caucasian. Do you know what, um, with basically what sunscreen is? Right. Like if you look at, a U like a UV mm-hmm. scanner mm-hmm. while people are putting on um on sunscreen mm-hmm. is ba- like to the human eye it looks like you're just putting on a regular cream mm-hmm. but when you actually look through the scanner mm-hmm. it makes their skin black mm-hmm. so it's well let me excuse well, if you think it about it that's dark. all the colors right that's all so, the colors in the color yeah. spectrum being put on top of your skin right so it's like <laughs> it's basically like they put like like black paint all over their face mm-hmm. and that's basically what sunscreen mm-hmm. is and who needs it the most hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, where your, where your, the lighter uh, skin tones where's okay? your, where's your, your uh, tea at <laughs> <laughs> no seriously but I mean you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump too far ahead yeah. with this because you already know I go deep with this type of stuff yeah, but I, I would I, like I, to re- I would like to talk about you know how we all go hard about like people that are like blonde hair with blue eyes, they are the most nutrient deficient beings. Everybody loves these blue eyes with the blonde hair. They think that is the bombest. They actually are the most nutrient deficient. They can't even comprehend things that people with brown eyes, brown hair, they can't like, and not even saying like only black people that have brown eyes and brown hair, but the light lighter they are with the lighter hair they have and the lighter eyes they have, they are less they can't even comprehend some of the things that we can't... Like, they can't even hear certain sounds. They can't even see certain colors. They can't even comprehend because they can't even... They don't even have that spectrum to even understand it. It's right. a literal thing. Biology. Literally, they cannot hear sounds that we can hear. You ever been with a white person? Or not even just a white person, but a lighter skin beige colored person and <laughs> you've been with them and then you listen to something and you'll be like did you hear that and they'd be like no i didn't hear that it's because they really do not hear it that's why their they... skin tones their skin tones really don't even register certain sounds that's, that's... why they that's why they die in horror movies all the time because they can't hear <laughs> shit motherfucker be right there behind the ass <laughs> Johnny, where are you? <laughs> Look about Johnny, goddamn. Looking fucking for your the head for to get chopped off. <laughs> Johnny over there say what? <laughs> no, but it's shit. it's really true though. They really cannot comprehend colors. That's why they can't even dance on beat. It's so true. No, I'm dead serious. They can't even hear the tones in the songs. Right. They can't, there's a lot that you know they they they've a lot of like the younger generations they're starting to mix up you know so everybody's kind of mixed in many ways so Mm -hmm. i'm seeing that they're starting to catch on to like dance moves and stuff like that but that's because they're catching on to their friends catching on to the tones of the songs 
Right. But they cannot comprehend the songs. That's why they follow what we do. Right. They, they don't to, even know. If they were to hear it themselves. They have to learn. Like, they, right. It's not naturally right. coming from them. From right. DNA. Like, they have to watch and study. Exactly. Like, okay. With exactly. Me, see what they doing. They try to do that. Exactly. Like, they got to put in extra effort. Exactly. You just got to. Hey, like, you I just po- play the music look, and people we, start bobbing. Look, uh, we started with that electric slide. Don't you learn the electric slide? You can do anything after that. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like really once you start like and it's not it has nothing to do with you know hating other cultures or hating other races. It's, science. it's knowing it's science. science. <laughs> like you know what like I mean. That's, like people like we need science to prove this and prove that. Well, there it is. It like it's is. science, and it's like it's not like a fact of hate. Like I don't, I don't hate other cultures. I don't hate different nationalities or anything like that. But I know who I am, mm-hmm. and I know like my culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know the strength of our culture. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you can say whatever you want to say about like slavery and our people were weak during this time or whatever. But look. Slavery was something that was supposed to tear us down, and look where we at right now. And why and we still... were they trying to tear us down in the first place? Right. If we were so unimportant, why were they trying so hard? Why did they write books about tearing us down? Why did they purposely make music, TV shows, books, everything? Everything was centered around tearing around brown, tearing down brown people. So if we were so unimportant to all these other people, if we are trash to them, why are we the most important things that they talk about? Why do we, why do we affect them so much if we're really nobody? All right, and it's, and it's the power behind that. Exactly. And, and, and true enough, like I would say, like some of our own people had a hand in that as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They were mm-hmm. dark skinned people that mm-hmm. that sold some of our people into slavery. Yep. But then again, too, they also looked at them like saviors, though. Right. They looked at white people like they were saviors because they didn't even understand that they were just c- coming in just to steal. Mm-hmm. And then too, like a lot of us wasn't even slaves to begin with until we was already <laughs> right, over here. Right. So like some people, they can just look up their family history, and their lineage, mm-hmm. and they might not find that one slave record mm-hmm. because uh, you was already here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. your family, they had a, no part of that. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why they became slaves was because the white people came over here and they started to wreak havoc on us. Mm-hmm. And they started to take us as slaves. Even though we were here first, they started, you know, ravaging our women, stealing our children, killing our men. You know, it was all uh, it was all a superiority type of thing. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make us think they were more superior. So what did they do? They came in with guns. They came in with diseases they came in with bullshit they came in with bullshit (laughs) Mm -hmm. we taught them how to grow their food we taught them how to bathe themselves like how the hell you got to teach somebody how to clean themselves right you get what i'm saying that was the moors in europe that taught those europeans how to clean themselves exactly they still came over here with smallpox exactly (laughs) killing all of us because they brought us they brought disease to us Mm -hmm. we wasn't getting sick like that we knew how to take care of ourselves. We knew how to grow our own food. We knew how to make our own herbs and medicines. We never needed any of these medicines that they make now. We never need any of that. You know what's crazy? If even, even if you want to go into that, medicines that we take now are all based on herbs. Mm-hmm. Everything is based on herbs, but they chemically make herbs to mimic. I mean, they chemically make pills and whatever the hell they give y'all because I don't take medicine, but... If anything is ever wrong with me, I I make a tincture, I make some tea, 
Like, I don't, a salve, like, I don't use medicine because it's literally made to mimic herbs. So once you start to learn how many herbs are, like, oh my gosh, a big thing, dandelion root. Dandelion root is a a blood stimulant, a blood cleanser. Do you know what dandelion roots are? Do you look outside and you see the dandelions that like they look like you could just pick them up and blow them outside? Oh, you talking about the the ones with like the white? Yes, thing? yeah. Those are dandelions. Their roots, <laughs> their roots are what we're supposed to be making as teas. We could eat them in our soups. Mm-hmm. We could eat them in our salads. I mean, like that's a strong thing for our bodies, but we just be blowing them. Blow, and, and it's not even, <laughs> we don't even take care about the roots of it. Right. You get what I'm saying? We just we think it's weeds. There are so many weeds that are medicine, but they call it weeds because obviously if they start doing that and it's growing outside and you can go cure yourself from shit that's growing across the street in a valley or a field, are they going to want to go buy medicine? You get what I'm saying? It's literally all growing around us, but we don't understand. We just, oh, it's weeds. Let's cut it up. And, you know, they, they got to keep their lawns clean. What do we need lawns for? If we're not growing food, what do we need lawns for? I mean, now knowing what I know now, see, we need a lawn to grow food. But, exactly. Yeah. But people, they want lawns so they so it can look good. Like, they mind is in the wrong place. Exactly. I just wanted, I wanted to look like the white picket, picket fence. Exactly. And grass cut low, trees trimmed nice. Right. Kids outside playing in the, per, in the playground and all that shit. Like, that's their mind. But I don't like, want my child. You just land to grow your own Listen. damn food. Right. <laughs> just imagine how you go into the store and you're trying to go buy some damn kale. That could be grown in your yard in five weeks. Right. For and it's only gonna last for one meal. And then you and got, you overpaying for it. So something that you could be growing in your yard. And then you gotta worry about getting coronavirus because you don't gotta go to the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> right. You can just go right in your backyard. Right. And grab that shit. Right. And cook it. There's so many things that grow in a matter of weeks. Mm-hmm. If you literally it's so many things that grow where we're just like, why are we paying for this? Like, you don't even understand. I'm growing my garden because I'm not about to be paying for the stuff that I know I can grow. Right. You literally just need to get this, like, okay, so say you can go to the grocery store. We're going, we're bouncing off so many different subjects. Right. <laughs> but, like, say you go to the grocery store, uh, prime example, uh, a bell pepper. You know how many seeds are in one bell pepper that we throw away? Like, if you think about how many seeds just are in one bell pepper and how many you can grow from one bell pepper. And we're paying 2 $3 for one bell pepper that you can eat in one meal. Which right. actually we don't eat in one meal. Even though one bell pepper is the amount of nutrients we need for one person. And can I say something with that? Mm-hmm. And that goes, like, goes back to when we was talking about um, currency, the Federal Reserve mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because like we are the currency. We're the energy. Mm-hmm. So if you have seeds and you plant those seeds... They're eventually going to grow. Right. But if you're lazy and you don't want to put in the work, mm-hmm. then yes, you're going to always be in that rat race mm-hmm. of working. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, okay, like, cool. I got to go to work and make this money because I got to make sure we have food on the table, right. this, that, and the other, instead of working for yourself. And I'm talking to myself when I'm saying. No, it's, we talk, you talking right. to all of us, okay? <laughs> right. We so, all been there and we all still going through it. Right. Keep going. <laughs> so it's like now, you know what I'm saying? You got to go to work to make money to buy groceries when you can just basically like, the groceries that you're buying is giving you the the seeds you mm-hmm. need to grow your own food. Yep. So now you grow your own food. You ain't gotta go work for nobody because mm-hmm. you got you got you and your family can eat. Yep. 
You know what I'm saying? And then now, shit, the other people around you that may not want to do what you're doing, they can come to your house and you be the grocery store for yes. them. You can sell them stuff. Mm-hmm. You can you know barter. Barter. Barter needs even, is even better right. than selling, honestly. Exactly. You can barter. Like, they might have something that you don't have. They might, mm-hmm. like, you, there's other people that's growing stuff. You can barter with them for certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's so many ways that we can make money. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, uh, in your, on your taxes, you can include bartering shit on your taxes. Damn, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so... Like, it's just so many ways that we can make money, but it's like we have to, like, uplift each other to the point where we all can get out of this, get out of the system. We gotta work together. Right. That's the problem. We Mm -hmm. are all stuck on, I need to get where I need to go. You know how much farther you can get when there's a lot more people helping you? Exactly. There's, it. you know that, that, that people don't even. That's the currency. Oh my gosh. Imagine, imagine a whole bunch of S's. Exactly. You know exactly. <laughs> and then we all in the group. And it's like, we, it, it, there's so many of us out here, but it's like, we just so spread out. Mm-hmm. Or like, said life would hit us. And, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, we got to worry about this at this particular mm-hmm. moment. Or I got to do this right now. Yep. But it's like, it's kind of like in the midst of that, we kind of forget. You know what I'm saying? Like, our people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that's where, like, focusing on yourself is good. But at the same time, it's like you have to make sure that your people is good, too. Right. Because, like, we're the ones that when we get together, like, that's going to make a shift in the earth. You know what I'm saying? And that's, Mm -hmm. like, that's in our finances and everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, once we're all able to get to a point where we're on the same page, then... That's when things are gonna happen. Like we're gonna b- become more free. Yeah. Because I I can be free by myself right now. Mm-hmm. I can just stop like whatever the fuck I'm doing. I can just stop it right now and just fucking go somewhere and just be free. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just that simple and easy. Mm-hmm. But all of us should be doing that. Like mm-hmm. let's let's build something. Like we even in the midst of being free, we still got to be have some type of comfort. Like mm-hmm. nobody wants to have like hardships and they they don't feel uncomfortable like in anything that you're doing but mm-hmm. it's like I feel hardships going to work. <laughs> waking like, up. I, waking up. Waking up to go to work before uh, your body's well, supposed to wake up. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Our body's not supposed like, to wake up before the like, sun. Like, like, my body's like, whenever I wake up, that's when I'm supposed to wake up. Exactly. But when you force yourself to <laughs> right. wake up out of your sleep, you're irritable. Mm-hmm. You're already annoyed when you wake up in the morning. Now you're walking around in the dark because you don't want to wake everybody up and you're pissed off, you're cussing, and then you're walking into <laughs> stuff, knocking into stuff, you're putting on your clothes backwards and shit. You just, it's just, it just goes wrong from the beginning because you weren't even supposed to be up at that time. Right, and then you might get that late because like shit you're like damn like cause you try to get five minutes that five <laughs> right. minutes of being 30 right and now you gotta rush and <laughs> right. then you're still mad and cursing on the way there and then you'll hear <laughs> rushing to a job that needs you right but so you don't I'm, need them right <laughs> 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 they need you to come to work right <laughs> like it just goes like okay once you start to realize that i just gave my whole day away for eighty dollars, <laughs> which ain't even eighty dollars, because after taxes it taxes, becomes sixty. Right. <laughs> and we'll get into that in the end on, on Ooh, another. Child, yeah, talk we're gonna go into that too. Because we really ain't supposed to be paying taxes. <laughs> Ooh, child, <laughs> but <laughs> but like it's true. It it just it's a never ending cycle if you don't know who you are. Because once you start realizing who you are, you realize what you're worth, and you mm-hmm. realize that ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen dollars an hour ain't shit. Right. Compared to what you can be doing. Right, and that's that's kind of like 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 just me personally where I am because like like the knowledge that I have and like that I'm still learning because mm-hmm. like you never stop learning like once that portal opens up in your mm-hmm. mind like and you and you really find out like who you are oh boy it's like 
the studying is like gonna never stop. For real, it's never gonna stop. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Like with me, it's like like me. I, I I'm gonna start a new job right now, but that's something that I personally chose to do because of just something that I'm like that I'm trying to do. Because you have a plan. Yeah, a plan or something that I'm trying to do. Right. But, also with that too, when you get jobs, don't be getting no job just because oh they're gonna pay me so I can pay my rent. Mm-hmm. You need to go past. Needing to pay for the for the basic necessities. You need to have a plan. Are you going to work at this job for six months? A year? Two years? Do you know how much you're going to make? What do you want to save in that amount of time? What are you going to put into what you're going to save? Where's that money going to go? You can't be going... We I understand that we live month to month, paycheck to paycheck. But honestly, them, pay, them bills is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. You need to put money into what you need to put money into. Right. You need to have a goal. You need to have something that you want and need that is going to make you better. You know, you need to invest your money. Investments, oh my gosh. People don't even understand how much, if you don't invest your money, you're basically stuck. And create a you're product. You're always going to be stuck. Oh, and create a yeah. product. Because like, as long as you have that and you have intellectual property, mm-hmm. they can never take that away from you. They can't take it from you. Yep. You got something that you can sell mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. See, but the thing is, if you're going to work a job, make sure that you're going to put it into something that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that's going to be beneficial to you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, like, doing, like, something like this, like a podcast or something, like, every time you get paid, like, buy equipment here mm-hmm. and there. Buy, like, a mixing board, buy yep. microphones. Yep. You know what I'm saying. Every time you invest get paid, just money. invest just into waste certain your things money. And, and build it up. So, yep. like by the time you be like, okay, you know what I'm saying. I'm done with that. Hey, I don't got to work. I right. got it, but I have everything that I need now right. to sustain myself right. after the job. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in this job for two weeks. <laughs> right. So, like, I'm not gonna be there like forever. Right. But I know that I'm gonna make a certain amount of money. Where I'm like, okay, cool. Let me take this and put it into some other shit. Right. You know what and, you're going to do with it. That's the thing. Right. If you do not have a goal or a plan, you're going to be stuck. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be stuck. And you're always going to think that that's all you are. That you can't get better than who you are. And that's the problem. We don't understand how to plan properly. Mm-hmm. We spend our money on stupid shit. Stupid shit. You think I'm going to sit in the line for a game that's only 500 That's $500 that if you're not going to resell that and make some money, what right. are you using it for? To spend your whole day forgetting yourself and playing the game, which I understand people do make money playing video games. But if you're not, then what are you doing? Exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's definitely big money for gamers or whatever. Like, it's an investment for them. Like, for me personally, like I said, I sold my Xbox when I was like 19 years old. That's the the last game system I had, the PS2 and an and a Xbox. Mm-hmm. I sold both of those. Mm-hmm. And then I really ain't get shit from like like twenty five something dollars. I just mm. didn't want it no more. Mm. Like I just lost interest in video games. But it's money in it. But I've I, I've heard. So I forgot who the quote is from. But they're saying if you can't pay for it three times, then you can't afford it. Mm. So like if you sleeping with women, so you can get you a PS five, like more power <laughs> to you. So you, apparently she can pay for it. <laughs> she <laughs> but, <did> three times. <laughs> maybe she can pay for it three times. But okay, I'm. No, nah, I'm, I'm I'm not with it. They, I'm, I'm eventually I'll get one. You mm. know what I'm saying? But I don't really have the leisure time right now to sit down and play video games. So. To study and to get so right. much better. And there are people that are really good at it. Mm. But if you're not putting it into anything, what are you doing? Wasting your time all day playing a video game? Exactly. You know, if it's not doing anything, then you're wasting time. Mm-hmm. Like people are sitting there spending money on sneakers. If you're not reselling those sneakers. What are you doing with them spending $250 on $500 on $1,000 on sneakers? What are you doing? 
Exactly. You know how much land? Yo, I've been looking at land. There's land out here for a thousand dollars. There's land out here for five thousand dollars, and people spend that on nothing. Mm-hmm. Literally, people spend that on shoes, weed, alcohol. I mean, just the dumbest shit. You know, where it's like it's not making you better. So why are you wasting your time? All right, just it, the work, the currency. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, if I buy some land, what I'm gonna do with it? Like, now mm-hmm. I have to do this. I have to, I have to get the the trees cut down. Then I have to get the land tilled. And Which I gotta ain't nothing compared to the fact that it's gonna be in your. <laughs> if okay, so say you have your own land, right? What are you paying on it after you already bought it? Once you buy the land, all you are paying is just the taxes on it. Exactly. Which, once again, you don't have to pay taxes. All you got to do is get your land grant. Bang. What is it again? <laughs> Call it. What is it? What's it called? Grant. Land grant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what is a land grant? A land grant is basically like the paperwork that you're putting in with your, with your, the city that you live in. You know what I'm saying? Like basically, like you're basically getting your own, you're getting 100% ownership of the land by, it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like copywriting to me mm-hmm. and trademarking. Mm-hmm. Like this is my, this is my land. I paid for this. You know what I'm saying? If it's not out of that system, once again, you got to get yourself out of the system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That they're going to tax you because, like, the, the city really, in the state, really still owns your land. That's mm-hmm. why they can tax you on it. Yep. So you buy if a you, house. If you buy, if you buy a house, like you're buying a house, you're not buying the land. Mm-hmm. That's why so you I'm, pay taxes every right. year. Mm-hmm. So if, like, what's the point of buying a house if you still have to pay for the land? Yeah. So buy the buy the land, and then own the land outright through your land grant, and then start building up from there. Can like, you buy? Can you? When you buy your house and you're still paying a mortgage, can you have a land grant? I believe you can. I have to look more into that, but I believe you can still have the land grant because the house, the the house and the land are two separate entities. Mm-hmm. So I believe you can do that, but I I look more into it and. And then the next, and we're gonna pull that back in another episode. If y'all mm-hmm. really want to know the answer to that, we will make sure you write me on my More Vegan Mom page or on my Facebook, Teddy Tosh Williams. So Instagram is More Vegan Mom, M O O R V E G A N Mom, or Teddy Tosh Williams on Facebook. I also have a detox page on. I'm, I'm over here plugging myself. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> I also have a will travel for food detox page. So I mean, all, any one of those, ask me questions, and we will always be able to answer them. I mean, we know the knowledge. We know other people that have the knowledge. We are very good networkers. We have the knowledge for you. It's just up to you to take it. Okay. Because right. we are all in here. We're all in here together. You know. It's just. People are so scared to ask for help. That's the thing. They think they're supposed to struggle forever because you don't want to ask for help because you have family members that are going to judge you. But it's not about just your family members at this point. We have tribes out here looking for each other, trying to help each other. People are trying to build. Mm-hmm. People are really trying to do things together. But because we're over here thinking that, you know, all we, we don't have our families, your family is not just your blood. Right. Your family is people that think like you. Now you get out and travel. Like that's why I love the name of this show, Real Travel for Food, because like it's not just food sitting down and eating. Like right. even though it is about, you know what I'm saying, like getting your health and everything together and traveling and trying different foods from different cultures and different people, different states. But food is just not food that you ingest 
know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in your yes. body. Like, food is also knowledge. Yes, you better know me. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know you better than I do. Ooh, heard. <laughs> so, yeah, so food is also knowledge. So, it's not just traveling to eat. You know what I'm saying? It's traveling to gain something. So right. Like, and what's the best way to have a good conversation with somebody than having a good plate of healthy food? Yes. And having a good conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's where your best ideas come from. Period. <laughs> Better than sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Because that's sitting on the toilet. But ooh, you're coming up with genius ideas. <laughs> no, for real though. That's the throne for real. Right. <laughs> Straight knowledge. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, it just... It's just amazing how how lovely it is when you get to talk to other people and you realize what they know. Mm-hmm. And once you start, like, you could talk to people that you don't even realize they would even say the things that they say or know the people that they know. And then what if you know somebody, what if you know two people from two different states that are both looking for the same thing and because you're the in-between and put them together, now y'all are all a team to be or do what y'all need to do together. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if all of y'all was trying to find land or all, all of y'all wanted to stop paying rent. And everybody had the money, but they didn't know what to do with it. And everybody put their money together and bought a large plot of land and put three, four, five houses on there. Mm-hmm. And everybody got a house to use and they can even get a house to, to rent out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much you can do. Everybody can have their own skills. What if somebody grows, somebody builds, somebody writes, somebody sings, some, you know what I'm saying? It right. just goes so deep. But the problem is we're so scared to talk to each other. We're scared to network. The networking is how all these people that you think are dumb as hell as your supervisor, your manager, or the owner, you think they're dumb as hell? They're only dumb because we're, we're the dumb ones because we're working for the dumb ones. All right. They're used, they don't even have to use their knowledge. They just know, they just know well, people I, and got the uh, job. Yeah, well, I, I would say this, like, the, uh, well, not the managers, like, the managers now. Even managers too though But the CEOs Like Mm -hmm. they're the smart ones Because They they became the CEO They created it Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying Like they're Just managing to make sure Everybody Up under Up under their hierarchy Is doing what they're supposed to Mm -hmm. do But just imagine If the manager Was the CEO's child Or brother Or cousin That's all because They knew the person Mm -hmm. That's networking Right And like And really like to me, that's kind of like an up and up thing because, like, we're CEOs. Like, we have our own companies. Mm-hmm. So, eventually, like, I would wouldn't want to be able to provide jobs for people right. because I know that everybody don't want to be a CEO. Like, mm-hmm. everybody don't have what it takes to be a CEO or entrepreneur right. to create that. But mm-hmm. they still have to live. They still have to sustain themselves. So, if I can create something where I can benefit people in that way by creating jobs for them then i would do that but right. at the same time i'm like me knowing me like it's not gonna be no bullshit where they're getting two breaks a 15 minute break right. and a 30 minute lunch break mm-hmm. that you gotta clock out on like and you gotta rush to eat your food at that right you gotta rush to eat your food by the mm-hmm. your food ain't even digest yet and you mm-hmm. gotta go back in to work right you know what i'm saying and finish out the day your benefits suck <laughs> you know what right. i'm saying it's like like what am i coming here for right so it's <laughs> to like, pay for rent for people that could kick me out next month if i don't pay right so <laughs> like if anybody's gonna come work from not not me but my company you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that it's structured in a way where it's going to be beneficial for them, not just... What's the, the name of your company? Uh, I have Levels Entertainment, which is my promotions company. Um, I do events. I just did my first event last year. The uh, Levels um, uh, Levels Presents the Royal We. 
and I did I call it the royal we because like I feel like we're all royal people you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like we all have some type of greatness in us so it ain't like the royal me like it's just about me it was an event about us it was basically like a networking event and you know what I'm saying I um I had like local artists come in because like making really had some dope ass artists, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying. I had them, you know what I'm saying, come out and perform for um Mr. Collipart, mm-hmm. which uh, if y'all don't know who that is, he was basically the founder of you know what I'm saying Collie Park Records. He was producer for Ying Yang Twins. He's produced for like Britney Spears, I think Pastor Troy, like a, a lot of the the '90s legends in the early 2000s. Like he was behind that shit. Right. So, you know what I'm saying, I had him come down and he listened to, like, all the artists speak. And, you know what I'm saying, I had uh, a local um, artist, uh, DJ, uh, Tex James. You know, he was the host of the show. So, I just tried to basically keep everything, like, local and making. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it's it's so much talent here. It's like, sometimes, like, you, you want to bring outsiders in and you want to bring, like, different people from, like, different artists from different places in, which is cool. But I just wanted to make sure for my first event that I showcase locally, you know what I'm saying, what we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I still want to bring in like others or whatever, but I had to show showcase home first. Right. Because there's so much talent out there. All right. You know? But um we are coming up on our hour. If you guys enjoyed this, make sure you let us know. I mean this this was great. All right. And, and honestly yeah. I kinda wanna push us to two hours, but you know, we gotta we gotta do it proper. All right. Because, you know, we like to talk. Right. <laughs> Proper lies. <laughs> but no, seriously, this was dope. And I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I feel like we were exchanging really good energy. Right. Um, if, tell me one thing that, one type, piece of advice that you would want everybody to know to become a private citizen. Research for yourself. Mm. And I say that because... It's like people they can tell you a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying, and, and it might sound good to get your emotions running up. Like, oh, I can do this, oh, I can do that. Oh, this all I gotta do is that. Cool, but yeah, you still want to research for yourself and know your shit because, like I said, that's kind of like how I was like when I when I first started learning and when I saw what things wasn't working for me, that's when I had to get right like within myself and it's like okay. Like, let me start doing doing this the correct way. Let me know right. what the what I need to know the laws of making myself. Right. I need to know the laws of Georgia myself. Right. I need to know the federal laws for myself. Mm-hmm. Because if I get in a in a place where they're trying to jam me up, like ain't nobody gonna come and be like, okay, uh, do this and do that and do this. Like I need to be able to figure that out for myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can you can teach people that stuff, but it has to be somebody that knows it. Like if I if I get in the situation, my lady need to know what I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if it's at the point where I can't do anything or I'm in harm's way, like she can come and be like, boom, hey, this is what we need to do to make sure that he's straight, right. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to, be to do it, do that for my family. Yep. So it's like learning, like learning this stuff for yourself because it's like really no joke. Like it's cool, it's cool to get this knowledge. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when you actually going through life situations and all that stuff, like, you really got to be on your shit. You got to know it. Right. So, that's what I say. Like, steady to show thyself approved. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, we are coming up on our hour. And, honestly, I kind of want to drag this more. But, you know, we're going to do this again because... <laughs> Yeah, and I don't, don't want to you know, rush our conversations. Yeah, and I, I don't really do do this stuff. I'm like a behind the scenes guy. Like I'm a photographer and all that stuff too. I have uh, 
J.E. Banks Photography as well, and then I also have Banks Wealth Management. Don't you um, do credit repair? Yeah, yeah, and I do credit repair, but that's all I, uh, under Banks Wealth Management. Mm. So, yep, I can fix your credit and everything. 250 <laughs> those Federal Reserve notes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then I can get you right on that and get you started on, you know what I'm saying, just getting yourself together credit-wise. Yes, and order your birth certificate. Yes, that's the first thing you got to do. Get that birth certificate and get it authenticated. Yes. Did you hear it? Get it authenticated. When you order your birth certificate, you have to get it authenticated, meaning you have to say that you want it apostiled while you're ordering your birth certificate. It's it's a drop-down menu, and it asks you if you want to get it apostiled. But, okay, we got eight seconds. I love you, travelers. This was awesome. Peace. Peace.